my cup. Think to be a decker, most to see clean far them top. Get me pains of Welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I am your host, Judy Gold, and guess what, everyone? Yes, I'm going to rant today at some point, but I'm going to do it with my fabulous, fabulous, fabulous guest, who's beyond genius, uh, has a new album out that... Ow, fuck this shit. I just spilled coffee all over my fucking... Okay, okay? now I got to go get shit. Here's fuck. Fuck! Okay. God damn it. God yes. damn fucking shit. God fucking damn fuck cunt. Shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I just Did found more coffee. So it's oh, under my my yeah. magic. First of all, let me just say something about my magic fucking keyboard. Mm-hmm. I bought this magic keyboard because, you know, I have a Mac. Okay. That you have that <laughs> you have that oh, fingerprint that thing, okay. that fingerprint yeah. so you can get on with the fingerprint, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. yeah, so I got the keyboard, right? That is full of coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it comes. Yeah, <laughs> I got the I got the Joe keyboard. Anyway, um, so and it has the thing, you know, where you're supposed yes. to put your finger, not oh, when it has yeah. a bandit. But then, right. so I buy it. It's extra money. And it mm-hmm. doesn't work with this particular Mac. Like you have oh, to have God. a certain, oh my God, I found more coffee. What? <laughs> anyway, so let me finish my intro. Yeah. So Liz Glazer uh, has mm-hmm. a new album out that everyone, it just came out on Friday, May 12th. Yep. Yep, um, yep. It's called A Very Particular Experience. And it is about, uh, well, your life and, you know, right now your wife, who's a rabbi, this is, by the way, there's going to, I'm just warning, there'll be a lot of Jew bell ringing today. I know Laura Vogel, my producer's mother, is not a fan of the Jew bell, and I'm going to have to say too fucking bad. Okay. So, um, so it's, the, the album is about the fact that you and your wife, who, as I mentioned, is a rabbi. She's mm-hmm. a rabbi and she's a rabbi. And uh, <laughs> had a stillborn baby, which, yes. you know, and if you're talking about comedy. Yeah. A dead infant is where you go. I mean. Yeah, I think. Right. That's what you would want. I think, Right. If you're like, oh, I want to laugh today. Oh, God, I found more coffee. Uh, <laughs> I want to <laughs> laugh today. Uh, because my family just died in a plane crash. Let's put on Liz Glazer's <laughs> album about, no, but you know what? Yeah. It's so beautiful that you do that because that's what comedy is all about. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I like to say this, which is like, it really does come out of the experience. I know you know this, but like, it's not an album where I'm like, Hey, here's some hacky stillbirth jokes. Right, and- right. Baby jokes. It's very much like this happened. I do lean into the seriousness and the gravity of, of the situation. And then, you know, this is what we do, as I think you were saying, is you make comedy from it. Because the thing is, when that happened to us, which is obviously a horrific experience, I and Karen, my wife, the rabbi, 
um, we're like, are we ever, yep, going to laugh again? Are we ever right, going to laugh? Right, right, There's right. Do you get to those points in your life where you think, yeah. mm -hmm. will I ever laugh again? Correct. And, you know, so that's really like where the album starts is because I recorded it on the year anniversary of the stillbirth of our daughter, Leo Pearl. And so it was like, okay, this day is going to happen no matter what. It's going to suck. Why not make something positive and creative and like have, you know, everybody wants to come together anyway to like memorialize. Right. So why not do something positive? And so I think the tone of that is achieved on the album because it's not like at all distasteful. I think, you know, well, I feel you like, know, first of all, the greatest comedy uh, comes from pain. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's so funny. I was at the cellar last night and we were mm -hmm. talking because Artie Fuqua, who is a great comic, I've known him forever. His son right. died playing basketball and it was the anniversary. Uh, mm. And he posted something and I saw him last night. I said, I mean, there's not nothing that compares right. to losing a child. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Thank God. Thank God. Right. Poo, 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 poo. poo. Yeah. Not uh, yeah. yeah. I know right. you, you get it. It's just, yeah. and, and yeah. I, I thanked him. I said, you know, thanks for the post. It was amazing. And, right. you know, we started talking about that, you know, and my mother, I say this in, I said this in my show and it, if we weren't laughing, we'd be crying. And yep. that is the history of the Jews, the mm -hmm. history, I think, of the, the black people. I think it's it's but the Jews have I don't know why I hit the thing for black people, but there are Ethiopian Jews. I feel well. very I mean, I'm not <laughs> black at all, but I feel sure. I just feel simpatico or simpatica. Oh, totally. um, yeah, yeah. Uh, with people of color. But because I, you know, it's not like, like I can walk down the street and someone would say not know. Well, that's not true. <laughs> someone would not know I was Jewish. But, you know, I just don't know what it's like to mm -hmm. be a person. Like, that's it. You're, you can't, yeah. you can't, right. you know, hide who you are. Anyway. Yeah. But it It is so true. And comics, people don't realize that we go there no matter what. No matter right. what the situation is, yeah. you know, you go to a comic's funeral, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, totally. yeah. But so you're a true comic. But I, we have to talk, Liz. Mm -hmm. Your life is fucking okay. ridiculous. Okay. Now, yeah. this fucking stand is driving me crazy. I just bought it and it doesn't stay. It's the true. I think just th splash blue. Some on yeah. Fuck you. And look at my coffee mug. Cause we're both from New Jersey. Oh coffee. Yeah. C A W F E E. Cause that's how we talk it. What part of New Jersey are you from? So I'm from Bergen County. Right. Like Fort Lee. Why does everyone say the county? Like I'm from New Jersey and I never say the county. I don't say I'm from Union County. Got it. Well, I can tell you why I do. I can't speak for the whole state. So, um, but everyone I from see, Bergen County says I'm from Bergen County and doesn't say the oh, name. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. I believe you. But like the reason I say it is because now I live in Essex County. So oh. it's the county. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's really interesting. Yeah. Not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I felt like that was going to be the main thing I throw down here. Yeah. It's just that. 
interesting point. Yeah, that's fascinating. So mm, here's what I find. I mean, I find a lot of things about you fascinating. This is very important. All four of your grandparents were Holocaust survivors. Your mother was born in a displaced person's camp. Fact. Which is probably the reason why you are able to take Mm -hmm. the most horrific and painful Mm. experiences and make jokes, you know, and it's because it's, it's a salve. It's a, it's a, Mm. it's a coping mechanism. Go ahead. Sorry. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's right. I mean, my parents, my dad is no longer alive, but like he was funny. My mother's hilarious But like, I don't think that they were going to be comics, you know, like that just I don't think was in their like consciousness of what one was going to do. Also, I think the way that Holocaust trauma trickles is like my parents were like all I like, just don't be on the the front page of the newspaper. Right, right. Right. Because that's the way because they're like, listen, you know, we. We had fine neighbors growing up. You would have thought, to based on how my parents reacted, that they were Nazis because it's oh, like same, don't yeah. To anyone, you know. Now I live on a block, and we have the block party. The na- my parents would be like horrified that I even speak to these people. You know, nicest people, of course, right? But like, I think that that's you know that's trauma. But, yeah, I think so. And like my generation and version of it is like, listen, why did they survive and go through all that if I'm not going to be loud about being Jewish, et cetera? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's interesting because, you know, we loved our neighbors growing up, um, Mm -hmm. but there Mm -hmm. was this constant being told that everyone hates us. Right. And, you know, do you think they're going to hide you? Like it's, you know, my sister-in-law, Panina, uh, mm-hmm. When she moved to Arizona, she asked her name. Na- it was like the first thing she asked her neighbor. Would you, I, you know, and people think it's hilarious and it is in a way, but it isn't. It's, it's like, a, it's, it's a reality. Do you. That, I love that part of your show. Oh, thanks. I was really dying laughing yeah. at that part of your show. Specific- I mean, your show is amazing. Oh, Liz, come I'm on. Right. I got to send right. you a check, but. Um, <laughs> it really is. Thanks. We're going to tour it. Um yeah. I want to know your mother, Toby, and and of course, your father dies right before you're supposed to get married. You have to postpone your wedding. But your mother, Toby, first of all, did your grandparents Mm -hmm. talk about their experiences? So my grandmother on my mom's side was the only talker and she died when I was four. So right. I remember, <laughs> I remember, is that for four for dying? No, just it's just my mom on the, I forgot, it was a delayed, <laughs> it was a delayed. So she, I remember her babysitting me when I was really little and she was telling me some stories I can't exactly remember. You just said, I remember babysitting her. She was babysitting me. Oh yeah. Well, whatever. whatever. That's yeah. And then she dies and nobody talks like, right, every, right, my right, right. Like father, you know, on my mom's side, like just, you know, we didn't really have a relationship with him after. Right, right. And then the other side. So my dad was Latvian. And so he, he went from Riga to 
get ready, Israel, okay? Yeah. He's in Israel six months. This is like, you know, 30-something, right. whatever, years ago. And I guess he was in a movie in Israel. I've tried to figure out the details of that. Really good-looking guy. Right. Okay? Like, not, I mean, yes, towards the end, but he, uh, towards the end of his life, he looked like he was a good-looking right, guy. Right, right. He was a really good looking guy when he was younger, was in a movie in Israel and was in an Ulpan and whatever you do when you first get there as a refugee. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of his family stays and they're still there. He's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I hate it. I'm going to New York with my best friend, Yasha, who still, you know, right, right. From us, whatever. And so anyway, so there was always a language barrier and the distance because they were all in Israel. Right. And so that. So, yeah. So I don't have like story stories. OK, from, but yeah. you do have, you know, there's that 2G, which is the children of Holocaust survivors who have mm-hmm. such trauma. I mean, this trauma yeah. is goes from generation to generation. I mean, that's why we have yeah. a sense of humor, because. Yeah. We have been traumatized, even though everyone fucking hates us now right, uh, right. and always has. Uh, but now they're more vocal about it. We are funny because we have had no choice. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I keep looking up here because there's a book I have called It Kept Us Alive. And it's about humor yeah. in the Holocaust. It's a very yeah. um, I'm just going to do a few rings so I don't have to do them. Uh, it's a very. <laughs> It's it's a book about humor in the Holocaust and how the the they laughed every day. And it was the only yeah. thing that made them feel like human beings. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that is our that is our coping me- mechanism. And that's our default. Does your mother, Toby, mm-hmm. talk about the increase in anti-Semitism today at all and her yeah. and her fears? All of my mother, Toby, talks about are her fears. I got to I got to get her on the podcast. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she, you know, like since my dad died, I think she's just a little more afraid. And yeah, yeah. My father died in 1990. And, you know, you thanks. You realize your mother then turns into a person. You know, Mm -hmm. and not a mother. It's like you see her weaknesses and her vulnerability. And it's like, no, I don't want to see that. I want you to be this almighty Jewish, you know, matriarch. But your father died unexpectedly. How did that how did that happen? Well, I mean, it was unexpected and also not. So he died during the pandemic, but not of COVID, which is the no homo of dying during the pandemic. And he had heart disease for my whole life. Like right. he had his first heart attack. I think he was 33. Wow. And he lived till 73 because of modern medicine. And oh, my father know, lived till 74. Okay. Oh, wow. And huh. he died of a heart attack swimming. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 So, and, you know, and also, I mean, modern medicine and my mother taking like obsessive care right. of him. Right. You know, for his whole life. So, yeah. And you and better get unexpected. your heart checked out. I know. Well, I have my primary care physician is a nut and I love her. I thought you were going to say my primary care physician is a nun. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) She's definitely not not a nun. She's she's the wife of the cancer emeritus. Oh, my my God. You you know, uh, this is the Jewiest Jew of Jew podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go well, ahead. So she's amazing. Her name is Nancy Simpkins, and I say that because she's verified on Instagram. Right. And she's a really good doctor, and we are so 
you know, in sync because I can text her being like, hey, Nancy, I'm nervous about this. And she's like up on all of it. So she's like a really. Oh, so you have like this direct. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I have a friend who's mm-hmm. a retired doctor and that's what okay. I, she, I now call her my concierge doctor. Cause she doesn't, right. she doesn't uh, practice anymore, but she's, you mm-hmm. know, I can call her about everything, anything. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, Nancy's great. If you need a doctor, uh, you know, I have that. a nice Jewish doctor, also oh, a good. female, uh, but oh, uh, you know, SD Pavlunas, I love her at <laughs> NYU. Langer. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, everyone, you know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity and eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to factormeals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay. Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50 to get 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. So your mo- your father died, your mother's, yeah. you know, you see, it's so weird when you see them. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't want to know this about you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the shit that she would say to your father, she would now say to you. That's, you know. Yeah. Well, I call. So I, I'm on the phone with my mother all the time, Oh, mm. which I think is also a Holocaust thing. Well, it's, yeah. Well, I, same, but yeah, go ahead. Right. No, no. What were you going to say? No, I'm saying I talk talk to my mother multiple times a day and I talk to my kids multiple times a day. 
Right. And, and I, I have this story actually on the album, so I'm not, I'm not like trying to like do it or whatever, but I once met, this is true at a crafts fair where I was helping out my friends, aunts, whatever. And like, there was this woman who had Holocaust art. Okay. So it was like, you know, a menorah, but it looks like jail and like right. mezuzah right. that looks like barbed wire and whatever. And so I'm talking to the Holocaust artist and she's like, how many times do you call your mother a day? And I was like, the fact that we're not on the phone right now is the notable <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm on, it's like, you know, she, she's, she's probably calling me right now. Right. Right. Hi, Toba. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so, you know, I call her on the way to shows. I call her on the way back. Oh, please. From shows. Right. And so she but I know what you're saying about, you know, it's the daily download of what did you eat? Oh, always. What did you eat? What are you going to eat? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how was the restaurant that you went with your bereavement? Right. Okay, what was that? Well, I ordered the wrong thing. Okay, well, Annette ordered the salad. Right. I should have ordered this. Okay. So next time, you know, and it's, I, really, I know. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, um, it's the same yeah. conversation. Um, yeah. the fact that you were at a crafts fair, um, yeah. couldn't say lesbian more. Um, <laughs> so, okay. No. So you have four, do you have any siblings? I have a brother. Right. That's right. And what yeah. does he do? He sells like big, <laughs> For sales, <laughs> <laughs> he sells computer stuff like big servers, right? And stuff right? Like right? That. Yeah. But you're the uh, you're the queen. Well, I mean, okay, it's okay. Just like okay, so now for the listeners, gonna sure. give you a little information about Elizabeth Glazer, mm-hmm. comedian mm-hmm. slash Esquire. That's right, people. Yeah. Liz Glazer, if you don't know, she got a uh, B.A., <laughs> magna cum laude, and a master's within four years in philosophy at the University of Pennsylvania, which would be an Ivy League school. So she got two degrees in four years and graduated magna cum laude. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. My dad would be very happy. Yes. No, we're doing this. We're doing this whole thing. Fine. Fine. Also, my brother went to Dartmouth. So I'm just. Okay. Your brother's smart smart too. Okay. Great. We don't give a shit about what's his name. Vic. Vic. Victor. That's not a Jewish name. My parents were like going for kind of English royalty ish type. Yeah. So I don't know. Honestly. So my mother, Toby. But her given name was Teresa. What? Because my grandparents didn't want the the people around them to know. And so I think that some of that also trickled to my parents. They're like, you'll have Hebrew names, you know, your Chava Marriott, whatever. But then you, Nobel for Chava Marriott? No, I was getting my hand over there. God. (laughs) So um, anyway, but then. Okay, but. And what was your father's name? Leon. Oh, I like that. So yeah. you're going to do it. Are you going to do an L for the new baby? Well, so the, the baby that our first daughter who was stillborn was Leo Pearl. Right. That oh, such name. a beautiful name. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and yeah, so we have some options. Right. Right. I mean, you know, the list of dead relatives. Yeah. Like you got to, you got to. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. okay. Wait, we're still on you. So okay. you get the two degrees at okay. Penn and you know, mm-hmm. not even like, 
just a regular like my, and by the way, my mother, God rest her soul. Hmm. Whenever someone was an idiot, like yeah. or did something ridiculous, she would say, uh, well, you know, magna cum laude like that. She was so sarcastic or Phi my Beta dad, Kappa. Well, you know, she's 100%. Phi Beta. But <laughs> I remember my dad was driving um, some people from school. It was like senior year of high school. Right. And we're driving like the the yearbook. I was on the yearbook. Right. <sighs> and so there's this girl in the in the back and she got into Harvard. OK. Right. And my dad, of course, knows where everybody gets right, in. Right, right, right all that data. And she can't, she's getting out of the car. She can't figure out the door handle gets finally out of the car. It did take a while. Right. Honestly, I was like a little bit like, what's her problem. Right. And so then, but she, she got into Harvard. She can't find the door. Right. Handle. My dad's yeah. like, Harvard, Harvard takes her, you know, cause he thought that I should get into Harvard and I did, you know, I didn't, whatever, but okay, anyway, Penn's so fine. So you right, go to right. university of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And as I mentioned, magna cum. And then you go to uh, the University of Chicago Law School, one of the finest law schools in the country, where you were on the law review. Um, yeah. And you graduate um, mm-hmm. and you uh, become a lawyer, uh, transactional real estate law, trans yep. real estate law. Hey, now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that how? By the way, yeah. I, I think this will make you happy. Because I know you hate the monster, right? Yeah. And but the first day of getting into this firm, and this was like when he was not obviously not president. We're talking but just about like orange real, fuckface, by the way. Yeah. yeah. When when he was a real estate person, first day at where I worked, okay, which you know another firm, whatever. And I, I'm very close to the firm. I'm still friends with them. I do right. stand up for that. Like I'm right. very good. Really, I hope they pay and you. It, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, for ahead. sure. They're wonderful. And so I get to work and they're like, one thing, we do not represent Donald Trump. They said that. I love that, them. Like, I love them. Person. Yeah. And that was great. what, 2002, 2004. Uh, four. 2004. 2004. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. Okay. Then you became a tenured professor yeah. at Hofstra. Yeah. Um, but you visited other law schools like uh, Loyola right. in, in – mm-hmm. um, Ohio and, and, uh, Chicago, Chicago, whatever the fuck it's called. And also Northwestern. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I have Loyola Chicago right here and, Mm -hmm. um, taught law and sexuality and trans rights at Northwestern. Um, and you're a comic now here's the deal. Okay. This is a question I wanted to ask you. Were your parents more upset when -hmm. you came out to them? Or when you said you were going to be a stand-up comedian? I have, I think it was a similar thing. And when I do jokes in certain orders, um, there's like a callback to, because when I first, when I first said I was going to be a law professor, my mother was like, what are you going to do for money? And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I could prostitute. And I, you know, whatever. I have this whole thing. Oh yeah. That's on your album. I I heard that. Yeah. 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 And then later, this isn't the order on the album, but like sometimes if I say later that I was gay, you know, oh, my parents were upset. You know, my mother was like, couldn't you just be a prostitute as a callback? Right, to the, right, you know, right. Oh, you're, so, yeah. So you, what, what, yeah. what age did you come out to them? Not until I was 21 or two. Okay. Really? And they, did they act surprised? Yeah, they did. Were you, I mean, okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. So, Yes, they were surprised. So, okay, I grew up at my, my brother is trans and 
initially came out as a lesbian and that was the inciting incident to my coming out as a lesbian. The fact that there's sirens in the background is 100% because I'm like, oh my God, should I be saying this? Because I still have in me the mindset of like, these are family secrets. Uh, yeah, Even but though- that's a whole Jew thing. Right. And also, I live I right off of Amsterdam Avenue. It's constant. That It's the fucking no, 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 no. freeway just- to the fucking hospitals. It's all the 100%. time. Okay. But I'm just saying, right. But you're but a Jew, so-, so you think like God's saying, don't talk about the trans and the lesbian. Right. Well, I say this because it's integral to my coming out. Right, story. right, right. So basically, my parents were very upset about my brother. When did he? When did your brother come out? Before me, and so he was like fourteen or something like that, like younger. And is he? Than, are you? Yeah. Is he older than you? No. Okay. You're 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 the uh, okay. So he yeah. comes out fourteen as as a lesbian. Right. Okay. And. My parents were really upset about it. And my mother at the time, and she's really like worked through a lot, but she was saying to me, she's like, listen, we should get a therapist for Vic. You know, there's this like Orthodox woman who at the time was like anti-DSM. Right, right, right. But she's working out of the Upper West Side and she'll like convert you back or whatever. And I obviously thought that was insane And I wanted to just say that I thought it was a bad idea. And I was like making the case kind of not that I was a lawyer at the time, but kind of like on the basis of reasons. Right. And it just wasn't getting through. And And then that was how I said to my mom, I'm gay. Okay. So what's the age difference? Four and a half years. Okay. So when your brother comes out, Mm -hmm. you you know you're a lesbian. Do you think like, oh, fuck now? Yes, I, and did I, you know your brother was a lesbian? Did you guys talk about it? And I said, guys, I and I don't fucking care. OK. Yeah, yeah right, right. I, I understand. Uh, um, and I also on that one, in terms of the stuff you can't say, I can appreciate that if I am speaking to a like I, I have friends who are trans, right. obviously, mm-hmm. and like I'm not going to I remember I had a friend who's a trans woman. And I think I said like something like I I said the word dude in like a dude, whatever that kind of thing. It's just like, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I appreciate your point about it. And also I was like, Oh, I can be more sensitive, but guys, me, I'm just like, guys is such a general term. And it's like, look people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm on your side. You know, and this is part of my vernacular. Like you can't change my intent. My intent is to fight for your rights. It's not to make you feel like, you know, me, it's not, it's not coming out in that way. It it means absolutely nothing. And this constant, like, and no one can, you know, no, you know, when it's coming out, you know, when it's being used the wrong way. So I, yeah. So we guys, and in this context it's fine because my brother's a guy right and so what and i definitely don't care i, right. mean, call me I don't care literally yeah. whatever you want but but i can appreciate that for some people it sets off a totally but it's like it's considered right. the source so so yeah. your 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 brother comes out at 14 and mm-hmm. you're uh, almost 19 at this time uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's and yeah. your uh, your mother's freaking out 
little does she know there's more coming, Toby. I know. I know. And I'm sure for her, it's like, you know, such a traumatic moment. It right. Like it. So, I mean, God bless your brother. I mean, what, what a bold move. Okay. Well, my brother is an amazing guy is like, he was that he's very bold. Well, he went to Dartmouth and he sells big computers (laughs) things. It's true. No, he's, he's really successful. He's really amazing. And he was really certain about like his direction in life. And I think set the path for me for sure of like, kind of upending our parents' expectations right. of us and things like that. And so, yeah, but I felt really guilty because I was like, oh, my God, did I do this somehow? Because I'm the oldest. Right. So did Wait, you I felt influence- guilty? That's so weird yeah. as a Jew. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so do you go to the family therapist? Yeah. You go to the family. And, and, and your dad goes went. too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We all went. And is he, how's he dealing with this? Not good, but he wasn't, he was a screamer, but not a talker. I've never said it that way, but that's accurate. Like he knew how to yell and explode, but I don't think he knew how to, you know, reason and process and whatever. So in my memory, which was most of my memories of my dad in a room where he wasn't like yelling or he was driving, you know, like he knew how to do those things, right. but he probably was just like slumped over. Like, yeah. when is this going to be over right. kind of thing, you know? And, but I also went to, in addition to the upper West side therapist who I hope is not practicing anymore, or at right. least not in that way. There was also this organization called Jonah Jews offering new alternatives to homosexuality, which I think was also like brought down as it should have been. And there was this woman. Was it who, like conversion therapy? Yeah. Fuck and so it was this lady in Haworth, New Jersey, near where we lived. Looks like the biggest lesbian I've ever met in my life, mm-hmm. of course. Oh, always. And yeah. So she, you know, had me and my mom, because I agreed to go over to her house to explain how she had a gay son and now he's not gay anymore. And isn't this the best alternative to homosexuality and whatever. And she's a and big so, dyke. The, the mother. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, yes, you know, so, and that went on. I don't know. I mean, my mom got into therapy and, you know, has become okay with it. You know, she, comes to my show she knows me you know she knows karen she was at our wedding you know what i mean so like yeah and and vicks also you know vicks getting married oh mazel so i have so many questions um yeah when and and by the way i have something i have to say that totally yeah. fits into this story about myself yeah. me 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 but when uh-huh. I was 11 uh-huh. and we came, my Hebrew school class came in to march in the Israeli day parade. Uh-huh. Um, sure. <laughs> I bet it was Jonah. I bet it was Jonah. Um, uh-huh. But there, I remember walking down fifth Avenue and on the corner was this woman with yeah. a sign that said, my son was a homosexual. Now he's not called yeah. blank, 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 you know, and there was a number. It was and, probably this woman. Right. And I, this is how I knew I was gay. I mm-hmm. said to myself, oh, I should probably write that number down. And that was like the first time I admitted to myself. Wow. Um, that was what it was. Cause I knew since, you know, 
Yeah, I was two, three, whatever. Right, um, right. But that's so weird. I bet it was the woman. I bet it I was bet the woman it. with the fucking sign. Yeah, totally. Oh I mean, my God, Liz, we are beshared. This is meant to be. Okay. I think so too. At first when you said, oh, I'm, I was going to take the number down, I laughed because I thought you were going to say to like prank call. No. Because I'm thinking you're you now. But it's it's interesting to think that we were 11 and, you know, wrestling with this in well, some Well, always, you know, you know there's something different. You don't know what it is till you start going through puberty, but- yeah. You're like, you know, it's a secret. That's the thing yeah. that gets me is that, yeah. you know, now there are kids who are able to say, I don't feel right in my body or I don't, sure. I like girls or I like boys or I'm not a boy or a girl. Like now mm-hmm. they can express it, but we, yeah. we were, and there was no representation either. So, the, you know, sure. the, all these people who are like, well, that's going on. And I'm, and I'm like, it's because we have discourse now that's what's going on that people can actually express themselves okay so when does your brother come out do you does he come out as trans after you come out to your parents as a lesie yeah yeah so you come out two years later yeah and And was that should we can we do a scene from that okay i'll be your mother i'll be your mother yeah or i'll be you you i'll be you oh you okay yeah and you can do toby okay okay Yes. What do you want, Elizabeth? What do you want? Wait, I thought I was doing Toby. Oh, right. You're Toby. (laughs) We're two Tobys. (laughs) Well, my mom was like, I mean. Can I talk to you and daddy, please? Oh, by the way, I call my mother mommy, too. I mean, my mother's dad. But we call we still even my brother and sister were like mommy, daddy all the time. Can I? And granny. My grandmother was granny. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. My brother's now on a kick where he's calling her mom. And I respect oh, it. Oh, it's so weird. It's so but it's weird. Yes. Because he'll just be like, so, you know, tomorrow's Mother's Day. And so um, he's like, oh, so we're going to celebrate mom. And I'm like, who? I know. Because, my brother does know, that, too. It's mom's your site. Yeah. I go, no, it's mommy's your site. OK, yeah. it's daddy's yeah. your site. It's dad. Yeah. I'm like, just because you're like a 65 year old <laughs> guy doesn't mean you can't you don't call them mommy right. and daddy anymore. Right. OK, right. I know. But I, I mean, I do respect it. My kids. Wait, when when um your child is born, did you pick Nate? Like I'm mommy and and my yeah. ex Sharon is mama uh, and my kids yeah. still call me mommy and they're yeah. and they're straight fucking dudes right 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 yeah yeah i've met them yeah because they were at uh stand up new york right. i think yeah so um beautiful children oh thanks F- they're such yeah, great kids I mean, yeah, wait totally. w- yeah they seem it. wait so what are you gonna be and what's karen gonna be i imagine i'll be mommy karen you can have the bell for this one i believe will be mom okay we yeah. were gonna do that but no <laughs> Okay. Well, we'll see what happens also. You know what I mean? Okay. So, all right, let's go back to this fascinating story. Um, Okay. So, uh, all right. So, mom, dad, I need to talk to you. Well, no, because it was me and my mom in a car. And also it's my mom, not my mommy. Right? Right. Because isn't that Yeah, no, yeah, my mother, but my, yeah. Right. Okay. Who's driving in the car? I was driving. Okay. All right. So I got to be Toby in this. I have to be Toby. Liz, you you have to argue that Vic needs to go to the therapist. Okay. Okay. First of all, Elizabeth, I really don't like the way you drive. Um, (laughs) So that's number one. 
And I was thinking, oh my God, there's a car. Wait, can you slow down? <laughs> that Vic, I think he needs to go see someone. He really needs to see someone. I don't think that. I think that that's Put your wrong. hands on the wheel! I think that that's wrong and I think it's crazy and I'm gay. Except I was crying. In, oh, right, in right. Okay? Okay, so. So basically that was what happened. Oh my like, God! Pull over! Pull yeah, over! Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why she's actually, having my mother's accent, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my mom goes kind of more sad okay. than All right, angry, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yelling. All right, now I'm going to do it. Elizabeth. Okay. Yeah. The way you're driving right now is making me very nervous. I'm really sorry. That uh, I, I'm uh, uh, just watch the road. Just watch the road because you, it's okay. not you, okay. it's the other okay. drivers. Okay. All right. I really think Vic needs to go to see a therapist. Okay. Well, then I need to also because it, I'm gay. <sighs> Oh my yeah. God. Was it something I did? Was it something I did? Did I say something? What did I do wrong? Why is this happening to me? Me, 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 me. No, Why? it's not, it's not you. Okay. It, I, it must you. be me because it, it's now, it's Victor, it's you, it's, it's everyone. I, what did I do? What, what did I do to deserve this? It's God, not about Why you. me? Why me? Why it's me? Not about Why you. me? Why me? <laughs> yeah. And right. so then that goes on for like, I don't know, you know, a few months and then also years in certain ways where they're not into meeting anybody. You know, then I feel like I've heard someone talk about this, that it's like you have to come out like a hundred times. Right. Then really is they like, oh, forget or not that they really. Well, do, yeah. Well, and when you have kids, like I say this yeah. all the time, my, my my good friend of mine, her her daughter now uh, okay. is trans. And, you know, when she told me, I was like, oh, Mazel Tov, because, yeah. you know, thank God. Yeah. This person can be who she is. And 100%. I said, but you ha the, the you know, you have to realize that you're going to have to come out mm -hmm. all the time because people yeah. are going to assume things. And I said, and that's I don't know why I'm pressing the bell, but, you know, my kids that, yeah. you know, they, you know, especially Ben, who plays college basketball. It's like, mm -hmm. I have two moms. I have two moms. I have two moms. I have mm -hmm. two, you know, mm -hmm. they, they, your children have to come out and change the world right. and never shy away from it. So you're, you're a lezzy. And then mm -hmm. when does Victor come out as trans? I mean, I, I remember having conversations about, his transition around 2011, but I, I, I get the sense and I also sort of know, but not a hundred percent that that was like more of an always, you know, of course, right. right. A dysphoric identity, yeah. but I don't know all the details. Cause like that's in his personal experience, right. like literally, you know? And so, and that's the thing with like, you know, trans identity is like, it's not a moment of transition. It's, it's like an always thing right. and a process thing and et cetera. So, uh, but yeah, we started having conversations around that time. The thing that was awkward about it and awkward is like an understatement. Right. Like my brother and I, we laugh harder together than anybody could ever laugh right. together. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's the funny, I mean, some of the best, like just devastating punchlines I've ever had in my act 
or because of something that Vic said. And I'm like that. What? Like, yeah. Whoa. And he's amazing. He's so funny. He's so smart. And I think because of the proximity of our experiences and, and the not like overlappingness of them, that there has been tension because the other part of it is that we fight, you know, that has arisen because for example, I remember like, how old was I? 30 ish, like 28, 30, something like that. And I was like, Oh my God, I found a suit. Cause I, as a, you know, butch lesbian, I'm always trying to find the best tuxedo right, suit, right. whatever, like the best fit that actually doesn't look like I'm wearing my dad's clothes right. or whatever it was. And I found this like gay man store basically that happened to have a size that, you know, fit me really well. So I'm telling Vic cause I'm so excited about that. And he gets so mad at me cause he's like, fuck you that you're like this excited about like, you know, something that brings me terrible dysphoria and I can't, you know, be comfortable at all in my body and in clothes at the, at the time. And I think, you know, it was, it was, so we've had, I mean, that specifically is a moment that sticks out for me, but also I get his side of it because it's like, what the hell? Right. It's so much easier for you than it is for me. Yeah. Correct. And I think that he's right about that. And I was just, you know, but you weren't, you had no bad intention. You were just being benign and, 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 and it, you, it triggered him, but yeah. 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 I love that because, you know, as you know, I snuck home from school to put on my father's clothes all the time when I was a kid. And, um, and then I really was conform. I was very conforming. Um, Mm -hmm. and now I, I won't, I'm done. I, I can't, I don't, I'm not wearing women's shoes. I'm done. I hate right. it. Oh, thank you, Liz. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I, and it. I, I'm so sorry it took so long, but, you know, well, I, I wear suits. I wore a suit to my niece's wife. I'm done. I wore a suit to yeah. the White House correspondent. I'm done. Done, done, done. I don't like dresses. I don't like skirts. Yeah. I like suits. Fucking you done. You know what I, yeah. what I love is I do drag in super femme, and I do love that. I was I wouldn't have expected Ooh, I hate that. that. Was, uh, yeah, oh my but God. that's funny. It's so fun. And actually, my brother is. So we went to see Celine Dion in Vegas together. Right. And it was like the best time. And I was like, do you want to like he dresses now? He's I mean, not that he wasn't a good dresser before, right. but like the end of the suit story is he's found lots of suits. Right. <laughs> if anybody is, you know, curious, right. like he has a great wardrobe. He looks fantastic. And so anyway, so I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if I brought my wig and I wear my grandmother's my grandmother on my mom's side has these two dresses that she wore to my mom's wedding and my aunt's first wedding. OK, and they are wedding dresses. Like it's like a white Liberace. Oh my God. That's hilarious. It's so funny. And I guess that's the thing. If you survive the Holocaust, you get to wear a white loud as can be dress to your daughter's wedding. (laughs) It's so insane. But anyway, and my mother, like a few years ago was like, Oh, I'm going to like throw the, give them to goodwill. I'm like, you absolutely are not taking these. And they're, they're gorgeous dresses. You know I mean? The intricacy, you know what I mean? But I was like, oh, I bet I could find a wig and I go to Sephora and I get all made up. You would not recognize That's me at hilarious. all. And I did, the last time I did it was like uh, last summer, I think it was. And I, I was doing a drag 
stand-up show. And the woman who booked me, I was like, hey, I'm a woman. I identify as such. But like, if I do man drag, it's just going to be me and a mustache. Whatever. I was like, do you care? Like, I just want to ask because I'm not trying to break the rules. She's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I walk in. Nobody recognizes me. That's hilarious. It's so funny. And like Karen is always like, like she thinks it's funny, right? But I throw on such a personality. Uh, see, that's dra- that's real drag. It's yeah, because I'm just and like it's killing well, children. Do- it's killing children. <laughs> right. I mean, you, and that's, you probably yeah. really destroyed some kids' lives by dressing yeah, as your yeah, grandmother. Totally. Yeah, totally. Oh, right, I love right. that for you. Do you have a name yeah, of your so- drag? Na- do you have a drag name? I mean, the last time because it was a show, I just went with mommy. That was the I drag love it. name. I love it. Yeah. I love so, it. Anyway, but um, yeah, she's she's a trip. She's like a real housewife. That's yeah. kind of the personality. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm gonna surprise you. Okay, in her. I want. Okay, <laughs> you won't know. I bet I will. No, I probably right. won't. I probably won't. Um, I mean, unless you've seen her. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to part one of Kill Me Now with my guest, the multiple. Uh, I mean, degrees. She has multiple degrees. She's fucking brilliant. She's hilarious. Um, I mean, what more can you ask for? This was part one. Part two, we get into some, you know, we get into some kind of controversial topics, uh, which I enjoy, as you know. Uh, But I I really enjoyed having a guest this week, especially one as smart as Liz Glazer, Esquire. I hope everyone's uh, doing well and everyone had a, a wonderful Mother's Day. I uh, am still hating on CNN. Uh, I'm really fucking pissed off about that. And so many other things. I, I'm really, I re- appreciate you. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel. It is edited by Colin Schmeling and uh, marketed and everything else besides the interview uh, is done with the aid and care of Brittany Joe Sowards. Uh, but uh, if you have not left a review or subscribed to this podcast, what the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, I need you to subscribe and leave like a five-star fucking great review and write something about how much you fucking love this podcast. FYI, we have some changes coming that you're going to really enjoy. Please, you know, I love doing this, but I, I'm losing money and I need you, your support for that. So get fucking subscribe and tell all your friends about it. And, um, you know, leave me a nice review and then follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that shit. Even though Twitter's done. I think Twitter's done. At Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D. Let me see what dates I have coming up. I have some dates coming up. I'm going to Israel. I'm going to Israel on the 29th with a wider bridge, which is a great organization. But in the meantime, when I get back from Israel, please come see me. I am going to be hosting uh, Out Montclair, Montclair, New Jersey Pride uh, on June 10th. And on June 22nd, I am at the Gordon Center for the Performing Arts in Owings Mills, Maryland. Gordon Center for Performing Arts. It's in Maryland. I need you to get your asses there. 
June 22nd. It's going to be a great show. And then I'm in P-Town all summer at the Post Office Cabaret. And I'll be going to the Montreal Comedy Festival. So plenty of places to see me in person. And I need you to do that. Okay? So again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I love all of you. I love people who listen to the end. Oh, wait. I do have some. I took some photos of people who listen to the end. Uh, Let's see. Is this one? Beth Melnick. I love you, Beth. Twin Mom 19. She loves my podcast. I say out loud so much of what she is speaking. Okay. So I'm here to say what you you can't say. Maybe you can't say it because of your job or because you're a normal human being. But yeah. So I want to thank Beth Melnick. Okay. Beth Melnick. Christine. I don't know. I don't have a last name, but thank you to Christine. Uh, Also, I wanted to let you know that John Stewart on Twitter posted the greatest thing about the CNN thing. And I posted it on my stories on Instagram, which probably won't even be there when you listen to this. But I just want to read this. The problem with the Trump town hall wasn't platforming or a fragile siloed audience. This is in response to the Anderson Cooper thing or the, or a fragile siloed audience unable to be exposed to newsworthy opinions antithetical to their own. The problem was an event that was clearly negotiated to Trump's approval and owed to access. We promise good, sir. We are no longer fake news and enemy of the people. Let us prove it to you. We are fair and good and we'll do this however you would like. Just come back. Just come back. I learned nothing from this town hall about Trump and his most ardent supporters. I haven't known since 2016. I learned a lot about CNN. God bless John Stewart, genius, hilarious, and a fighter for all good things. Um, I love that man. So there you go. And um, yeah, that's it. I got shit to do now. So um, thank you. Thank you again for listening. And as we always say, so long. Yeah.